Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about business strategies, thinking and habits that are essential to building a successful event planning business while enjoying a fulfilling lifestyle. I am your host, Mayo Silvers, an events veteran with over 20 years of experience and also an unstoppable eventrepreneur with two multiple six-figure events business. Come listen with an open heart and open mind. Be ready to reset, recharge and rejuvenate your life and your business. Thank you for tuning in to our Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. I appreciate you giving me your time, your attention and also your earbuds because I know there's many other podcasts that you can actually be listening to but you decide to give my podcast, your time and your attention. And I want to show my gratitude for that. So today I want to talk about this topic, which could seem a little out there, but I'm going to give you some context, okay? Because I'm seeing it happening uh, over and over again. Let's talk about getting used to status quo, all right? What do I mean by that? Getting used to status quo. I want to share a personal story, which was almost like an aha moment for me. So last week, I went to, uh, to a mini clinic. It's, it's like an outpatient clinic, like urgent care, but not exactly an urgent care. It's like a clinic inside uh, like a CVS, Walgreens. So I went to a mini clinic because I was having some uh, cough. And, and, and a cold. So I want to make sure that I don't have COVID. So I was a little congested, but not so bad that I can't breathe. I was still able to breathe quite okay, but the cough bothered me more than the cold. So the, 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 the nose. So I went into this mini clinic and the nurse practitioner took a look at me and said that, ah, okay, your lung sounds clear. So the and she, so she looked at my nose, okay? I tested negative for COVID. So she looked at my nose. She says, oh, it's inside. It's very inflamed. So I'm going to, um, you know, give you Flonase, which is a steroid, steroid nose spray. She says, I'm going to give you Flonase. That's going to help. And I'm like, this is not allergy because I associate Flonase to when you have allergy and then you spray and then you um, then you are not so sensitive to the environmental allergens, right? So I said, I said uh, this is not allergy. I'm just you know I'm just having a little bit of cough and then maybe a little bit of runny nose and I can still breathe. So I don't think I need a nose spray, okay? And I said my congestion is not so bad because I knew I know that when I have allergy and I have congestion and it's caused by allergies, I simply cannot breathe. Like I will be like almost dying, okay? Out of breath. But I wasn't feeling that way. So I said that, you know, I'm not so congested. Yeah, yeah, it's inflamed, but I'm not so congested and I don't need to use the nose spray. And she, and she turned around, she looked at me, she said, oh honey, you are so used to not breathing freely and normally that you got used to free to you got you have gotten used to breathing with congestion. And I let it sink in for about like 10 seconds. Like there was silence for like 10 seconds. 
And then I just burst out laughing. And I said, so what you're trying to tell me is I'm so used to being congested and I got used to breathing it this way that I don't even know, I don't even remember what it's like to breathe freely like a regular person who doesn't have inflammation of the nose. And she says, yep. And immediately, it just hit me like a ton of bricks that, oh my God, May, you have not been breathing normally all this time. You thought that you were because you are not congested, your nose is not runny. And okay, occasionally you wake up with a runny nose every other morning, but you got used to it and you went on with life. I can still breathe. I don't have to see a doctor. Okay, sometimes I get a little bit of a, of a um, nose drip, you know, and, and I don't know what you guys call it. Like, you know, like you feel some phlegm in, 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 in your throat because of your nose, but then life goes on. You know, I am not going to see a doctor every time I, see, I feel that way or use a steroid, a steroid treatment every time I feel that way. But then I just realized that I am not living fully in a way of breathing. I am not breathing like what a regular person is breathing. Why am I, why am I subjecting myself to not breathing normally? If I could breathe normally at 100%, I remember she took, she took my oxygen intake. I was at 98. Normally, it's 100, okay? 98 is not bad. And when it's at 94%, they send you to the hospital to check out what's, what's going on with your lungs. So I was thinking, oh, 98 is not so bad. And then, well, she says, yeah, 98 over 100, not, okay, that's not bad. And then I said, oh, okay. And then again, five, five seconds later, I asked her, what does that mean? <laughs> she says, that means you are breathing at 98% of your capacity, not 100% of your capacity. A regular person with no congestion of any sort or no inflammation of any sort, breathe at 100%. So, I was thinking, this is what most majority of the population, this is how they live their life. They're dealing with some sort of a pain. I'm talking about physical illness. Then let's talk about the business. They're dealing with some sort of a pain and being uncomfortable about certain things physically, health-wise. And they just deal with it because this is like a new way of living, okay? Because it's more hassle for them to change their lifestyle, to seek treatment in order to live at 100%. So they're okay living at, in my case, breathing at 98%. So this is, this, when, when this news was given to me in that office, immediately I saw things in the bigger picture that where, where else in my life am I living at 98% and not 100%? That I am just dealing with it because it doesn't require immediate remedy. It doesn't require immediate change of a course of action because I can still deal with it. It is still tolerable. So... I don't need to breathe 100%. I can leave breathing 98%. So I asked myself, 
make your silvers? Is this how you want to live life? Is this how you show up in your business? When you know that you can give 100%, but you only show up 98% because it's so much easier to show up at 98% than 100%. When in my head, how much more difference does it make if I can breathe 100% versus 98%? I'm not breathing that bad. I'm breathing okay. How, what, what is the big difference between 100% and the 98%? So that's what I'm thinking in my head. So I hesitate to take that, that flowness. Okay. But then, of course, knowing me, I'm an all in girl, 100% girl. And in reality, I was actually thinking that I'm breathing 100% until somebody told me that I was breathing at 98%. Okay. So I'm pretty sure if I have my, let's flip back into the business. I'm pretty sure if my business coach come in and really audit everything that I'm doing, she will be like, man, you're showing up at 75%. <laughs> you can be 100%. What is going on here? So when that whole office visit made me rethink, how am I living my life personally uh, in terms of health-wise, in terms of lifestyle, in, in terms of being fully present, in terms of what I'm doing for my business, am I also breathing at 98% instead of 100%? And then I realized that, oh my God, I'm not the only person. I have a girlfriend who has been dealing with this pain in, in one part of her body and she's been dealing with it for almost a couple of years until it gets to a point that it became intolerable. Intolerable. Then she seek out treatments after talking to several doctors. She finally found a doctor who was able to cure her of the pain that she thought that it was normal. This is the new way, like a new normal, right? In COVID, new normal to wear masks until finally we take off our masks and we'll be like, wow, so much better to breathe without the mask because we can breathe freely. So it's like we're depriving ourselves to live at our fullest potential we're depriving us in or subconsciously blocking ourselves to show up at 100% because we thought that the difference between 100% and the 98% is not that great. In reality, it is. Because when I went home, I used the flow nase, I was breathing like a brand new person versus when I thought that I was breathing pretty okay at 98%. So why would I want to go back to breathing to 98%? I'm pretty sure there will be days that I will talk myself out of using the flow nase because I have other you know, you know, reservations about using a, uh, a, steroid, a steroid treatment for extended period of time. But this is just an example, right? It's just like there will be days that I talk myself out of showing up 100% for myself, for my family, for, for, um, for my business because... I, 75% is good enough, okay? Now, the moral of today's episode is to really bring your awareness to where are you in your life that you are staying at status quo, that you think that status quo is actually the way that life is supposed to be. Status quo to live paycheck to paycheck. Status quo to put yourself as the last person to take care of. 
status quo to live with the pain, physical pain. Status quo to let your business be the way it is because you're just, you're already exhausted all your resources. A very, a quote that, a YouTube video, a motivational video that I saw that I share with my clients or and also past clients who came to my in-person event on December 2nd last year, that this person was saying in the video, yes, you said that you have tried everything to grow as a person and in your business. You have tried everything, but you're still status quo. You're not seeing any results. You say you tried this, you tried so hard, you tried so hard, you tried many times, you failed so many times. You know, you tried so hard, but have you tried not giving up? Have you tried not giving up? That hit me. Yes, you can say that. Yes, may I've tried everything not to stay status quo because ultimately at the end of the day, we all don't want to stay status quo. Status quo means staying where you are right now, not moving forward, not moving backwards. But know that if you're not moving forward, you're not actually status quo. You're moving backwards in many other ways. You're just refusing to look at it. And you say that you've tried everything, right? Everything, but nothing's working. And finally, you gave up. How about trying not giving up, right? So status quo is a very dangerous way to live personally and also in your business. Staying status quo means you're getting used to things that's not serving you because you thought that you have given it all and your all is not showing the results. And it's so much easier to stay status quo because the pain, the pain is not deep enough. It's not painful enough to trigger you to take a permanent course of action, a change course of action to drastically change the way you live, the way you function, the way you think. So it is not at that point yet. Like for me, it's not at the point yet that I can't breathe. Therefore, I resist taking the flonase. Okay? Like my girlfriend, it's not to the point that the pain is intolerable or, and, and affecting the rest of her life. Therefore, she doesn't seek treatment or she takes her time to seek treatment where majority took her many years. And majority of the time, she just deal with it. She just deal with the symptoms, okay? Instead of solving the root of the problem. It's just that when people are telling me that they're sick and tired of earning a paycheck to paycheck, uh, paycheck to paycheck lifestyle, they want to do so much for their business. They've tried this, they have tried that. And then when you present them the solution, they are unwilling to take on that solution because taking on that solution requires them to adopt a different persona of thinking differently. Like I mentioned in, I think last week when I was teaching in Facebook Live about the be, do, have. That means you've got to change your persona to be the person that you want to be and start doing the things that this new persona is doing so that you can have the things that this persona will have. 
Instead, they are always stuck in the have, do, be. They need to have certain things in order to do this, in order to be that persona. So they stay in a status quo situation because it's so much easier to be in their current reality, their current persona to be a status quo than to change their persona and take on a new course of life, way of thinking and way of doing things, setting boundaries, whatever it is, making sacrifices so that they do not stay status quo. Because the, the thought of the thought of having to have to do, to have to take on all these new actions, it's more daunting than to stay status quo. And they don't know if the results are going to be any better than the status quo. So it's so much easier to stay in status quo because you don't know what is the result. You don't know whether it's all these new actions going to yield a good result that will justify the action of not staying in status quo. But you don't know until you try. It's just like, I don't know how it feels like to breathe freely until I use the Blonase for five days straight. And I was like, whoa, this is night and day. It's like, you know, among, among a group of us who, who fly business class and say that once you lay flat, once you lay flat, you can never go back. You know, it's like, if you're so used to flying, if you have, if you're gotten used to flying in business class or first class where you can actually lay flat and asking you to go back to economy class where everything is tight and crammed, it's going to be a big ask for you to adjust down your level. But if you're so used to flying economy because of the level of lifestyle that you expose yourself to and the people that you're mixing with have the same level of lifestyle and have no aspiration to want to have a different lifestyle. And now I know, I know I sound materialistic over here, but I'm just using that as an example, right? It's like if you hang out with people who is used to living paycheck to paycheck because they think that this is the status quo, and they've tried everything, nothing's going to change. And the fact that if they have to make another $10,000 more, they have to do a lot more. They have to change a lot of how they're thinking, how they are managing their money, the sacrifice they're making in order to get in the $10,000. They do not feel that this effort justify the extra $10,000. Hence, they stay the status quo. If you are hanging out with this type of people, you have to ask yourself, do you want to stay status quo just like this type of people? Because that is the influence that you're getting every single day. This is your daily dose of status quo. So is that how you want to live? Therefore, this episode is asking you to evaluate. Is status quo where you want, where you want to be? Are you okay? Is the pain to- still tolerable? And it can be tolerable to the day that you die. Okay, Some people are just okay with just staying status quo. Nothing wrong with that. But ask yourself, are you lying to yourself that I want to stay status quo because it's okay staying status quo and be honest with yourself that, that I'm actually not okay with status quo, but I'm okay staying with status quo when I think about the changes I have to make in order to get out of status quo and be honest with yourself and tell yourself that I will suck it up, okay? Well, maybe I'm being a little rough here. Okay, maybe not suck it up. I would deal with it. I would deal with it. How about that? Being content. I would deal with it. Being status quo 
because the effort that I have to put in to get that additional level of lifestyle or to get the additional level of success is going to take too much out of me. So I'm okay where I am right now. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you have to tell yourself that and admit to yourself that it is okay. It is okay. You're okay. Because I've done that myself. Like 2023, I have to ask myself, am I okay status quo that my business doesn't grow or my business actually slides? Okay, because I was going through a lot of emotional, um, uh, I won't say trauma, but like really sorting out my emotions, really sorting out what I want in life. There's some life-changing events in my life and sorting out my priorities. So I have to come, I have to be at peace with myself that I'm okay with status quo, that I'm okay with making the same amount of money or in fact, actually dropping down in the profit. Okay, I have to be okay because if I'm not okay, I will always be in limbo, wishing one thing, but then I don't move my off, I don't move out of my status quo because I'm afraid that the effort and the sacrifice that I have to make to try to get out of status quo is not going to be the it's not going to be the paradise thought that I thought the paradise is going to look like, feel like, and it's not worth the effort. So I remain at status quo. So this is the conversation I had to have to have with myself all the time. So don't feel bad if you're feeling that way. Okay. So hopefully this gives you some reflection in your life, you know, some reflection in your life that you can apply in your personal life and also in your business. Are you okay with status quo? For me, sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not. I know that we can't paddle to the metal all the time, but be honest with yourself and it's okay to be at status quo for extended period of time or certain period of time, but don't lie to yourself. That's all I can say. All right. Thank you so much for giving me your time today. Once again, don't forget to rate us and give us your uh, review. Give us your rating. Let me know what else you want me to talk about. And I'm actually working on a series of uh, sales-related topic, which is everything to do with sales, because that will be probably the theme of our, uh, our next upcoming workshop. I haven't had the dates yet, but I think I want to talk about sales. So, so stay tuned, all right? If sales is your, is your Achilles heels, which is not my Achilles sales, but I love to talk about it because I know that a lot of people can benefit from that. So I'm working on that series. But apart from that, let me know what else you want me to talk about because I create this for you. It's not just for me, even though I love to listen to myself talk all the time. At the end of the day, my content is for you. I share my Flowness story because it is a bigger story than a Flowness story. Hopefully you have enjoyed today my Flowness story. Thank you so much and I'll talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, can you do me a favor? Please leave us a review and also share our podcast so we can help more eventrepreneurs out there. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss any new episodes.